so welcome back welcome back everybody this is black girl coffee shop i'm your host missy lewis and this is the place where we sip coffee and not tea um thank you for everybody who's been listening especially my last episode which was um the women's what did i do women's brunch review yeah it was women's brunch review and then i also talked about um medication and all that type of stuff and all that so um thank you for the people that listened to that especially the one where i got a lot of feedback which was codependency and trauma um if you haven't already go listen to that one the only thing with that one is i'm not sure what happened but it's on spotify but it's not on apple it's not on apple podcast i don't know why but if you want to listen to it listen to it on spotify or overcast but they didn't let me upload it on to apple so i don't know i guess they're hating i don't know i don't know what's going on with apple but yeah because i want to check and i was like why am i missing the episode i don't know and i don't think i cursed in that one because sometimes apple won't upload it if you curse so yeah but uh yeah man it's getting close to the end of the year and it's amazing it's been a it's been a crazy year it really has like but I'm not going to, that whole new year, new me thing, that, mm-mm, I don't even want to hear it. I don't want nobody to say it to me. It makes me feel some type of way. <laughs> because nothing changes overnight, sweetie. Uh, you're not going to magically appear on the first and have all these new traits and attributes and all this other stuff. No, it's just, it's just going into another year and getting another chance to get it right. Okay. <laughs> um, so where do i want to begin okay so um i had the the women's wine tasting which i talked about in my last episode the women's wine tasting i had we had i think it was six of us total and two canceled but it was still cool like um i think i overdid it because i bought a lot of cheese and crackers but we had laughs and it was cool I was able to turn my apartment into like a dining area like a it was nice and don't sleep on Dollar Tree because I was able to create the most beautiful setting place settings I think um coming out of Dollar Tree so don't sleep on Dollar Tree because I was like I want it to look nice but ain't nobody going to Pier 1 okay ain't nobody going to um Macy's or anything like that not doing it so um if you get creative and go on Pinterest, I was able to create some beautiful place settings with minimal cost. And it was really, really nice. And I think I will put it, if you look on my Instagram, it should be on my Instagram on everything that I did on the, um, yeah. So if you ain't follow, if you're not following me already, follow me on Black Girl uh, Coffee Shop, Black Girl Coffee Shop Podcast on IG. And uh, okay, my dog is sitting here looking at me. What's up, bro? Why are you staring at me? Okay, so I got some coffee here. I need it's plain black coffee. So we had the women's wine tasting. Um, it was nice. And it was just, we, it was different from the last time. And we're the next, we're going to have a Christmas pajama jam is the next thing. And we're trying to do it monthly or whatever, just so you touch bases. I feel like um, social interaction is good for your, um, self-care because everybody like all oh, self-care self-love and um i need to be alone and i should do this alone and which is true if you want to go eat by yourself get your nails done go to the park 
pray, meditate. You should do all those things. But it's really nice to be social because once you do clean up, your, once you do clean up your insides, once you do, you know, do the work or whatever, it's nice to interact with people that are on the same level or I won't say level, but on the same on the same mind frame. Um, yeah. And we only do it once a month. So or it's only starting once a month. I have one in October. This will be the one in November. And then we're going to have the Christmas pajama jam type deal in December and uh yeah I had some issues with my so I so I had um two people cancel and when they canceled it made me feel some type of way for about 20 minutes and I was like oh my gosh man this people not gonna show up I done already bought all this stuff and da 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 and I had to I had to um this is going into triggers. So this is what the episode is going to be about. Triggers. Triggers. And so recognizing your triggers and being able to combat that with something. Because since we've gone through what we know is wrong, all codependency, trauma bonding, um, depression, anxiety, and stuff like that. Okay, so once you get to that place where you decide, okay, this is what's wrong with me. This is what I got going on. And this is what led to that. And this is what I do that's not helpful. We're going to do the opposite, but you have to actually put those things in motion and you have to be able to recognize it and combat it when it does come up. So when two people cancel, it put me in this little place for like 20 minutes. And I was like, oh my gosh, nobody's going to show up. And this was my triggers because I have codependency issues, abandonment issues and stuff like that, rejection and stuff like that. So it, it put, it, instead of me working as a 34 year old, I was in a space where I was, 10 years old and I was on, you know, at recess getting rejected and I didn't have any friends and, and I was, I, it really put me back to that place. And so I was like thinking to myself, I should just cancel it. Maybe I don't want to do it. And that's what I would have done a year ago. I would have canceled it. I don't want to do it, whatever situation may be. And so, um, once I was like, no, we're going to do this. I already bought, first of all, I already bought the wine. I had decorations. I had bought so much stuff and it was, it turned out really beautiful. And then I had contacted, um, this, um, this other, this other female that I met or whatever. Um, I don't want to say rank or anything like that, but, um, senior, she's a senior NCO and me and her cool. Like we hit it off great. Um, and I contacted her and she was all like, oh, what's the dress code? Because it's supposed to be co cocktail attire. But I was like, two people canceled. So we did like semi-casual, semi whatever. So she's like, I'm coming for sure. And it was like, that kind of gave me a boost. Because I was like, okay, well, if nobody shows up, at least she'll be here and we can just chit and chit chat or whatever. Because me and her always have good conversation. Um, but... Yeah, I had one male come. He came for a little while. He got himself a plate and left. So if you ever do an event, because where I'm stationed, they don't have a lot of like, um, they don't have, it's not, it's not, because I'm from San Diego. So in San Diego, you can get pretty much a lot of different things and a very, um, and a very, um, what do you want to call it? expensive elegance type of way but because where I'm stationed it's not like that so I ended up getting Olive Garden catered and it wasn't bad like it was really cool like because it, it made sense to go with the wine and then Italian food 
But you know, people are like, oh, Olive Garden is not Italian. But from where I'm stationed at right now, there's not a lot of options for catering, okay? And then I wanted to get somebody to actually come and give us the wine tasting and like go over the wines and tell us what it, man, I just, being the other, the senior NCO, she went over some of the stuff that she knew, some of the stuff that I knew. We had a lot of laughs, we listened to music. People got a little buzzed and that was cool. We did a little journal, not journal work, but we did like a little questionnaire, kind of like we did last time, but it was just, you know, it was cool. Um, But yeah, so that was one of my triggers where I was like, oh my gosh, nobody's going to show up. I'm abandoned. I, I feel abandoned. And instead of me going into the negative space, like, oh my gosh, nobody likes me. What am I going to do? I was like, one person said they coming. So, <laughs> and then other people started texting me and was like, I'm on my way. I'm running late. And I was like, okay, we good. We good. We good. And then they came. So I was like, that's cool. Um, but yeah, recognizing my triggers, man, it's, it's crazy. You have to really um, be cognizant of what, what triggers you. I know I've said that word about a thousand times, but it's the truth. Um, because if you're doing all the work and you don't realize what your triggers are, then you're going to end up in the same place like a hamster wheel. Um, another thing is I have an issue with abandonment. I have an issue with, um, what do you want to call it? Letting go. So I had, I had a friend, like we stopped being friends earlier this year and it's, it, it really is not the first friendship where I've done this, where it literally took me a long time to really just let it go. Like I continued, it's going to sound crazy, but I continued to contact them. Like, oh, we, maybe we could be friends and da, 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 maybe da, 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 da. And, and it was really, it's really difficult for me to let go. And this is not the first friendship where I've done that. I've done that in a couple others. And I'm like, I have a, attachment issues, codependency issues, all types of issues. Like, and I, I had to really... And we actually, this subject I actually talked about at the wine tasting and everybody gave their feedback on what, what was going on with me and like, okay, well maybe this, maybe that, maybe that. Cause it's helpful to talk about it with other people, other black women to talk about your issues because other people have different perspectives. Some people gave me some insight. I gave other people insight on what they got going on. So like I said, me and this friend, we haven't been friends since the beginning of the year, literally. And I was like, oh, um, it took me a while to let go. Like, and I'm, I'm getting there. Like, we haven't talked in, it's going to be a year. So, it's, that's just one of my things. Like, that's one of my triggers. And that, that issue, I'm still trying to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out. Like, some people are here for a reason. Some people are here for a season. You got to just let it ride. And that's something that I'm still struggling with. I have no idea why. I know I have, like, codependency, uh, abandonment issues, and all that type of stuff. I don't know. But... We continue to work through. Um, what else? Oh, and then I have um, the codependency people-pleasing issue where when they came, um, the thought, I'm like, oh, maybe they didn't have fun. And I'm like, oh, did they have fun? Everybody was laughing. Everybody thing was cool. And it was like, and instead of me getting into a place where I'm people pleasing and then I'm, my anxiety rises and I'm like, what if they didn't like it? What if they didn't this? Da, 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 da. Maybe it was this, maybe it was that. And I was thinking to myself, I had to get, I had to get, I had to cut that thought off right there. I was like, you know what? I, <laughs> first of all, especially where we're stationed, 
there's not a lot going on and there's not a lot of uh, black women. So I feel like that's value in, in, in itself, because even if they didn't like the food or they didn't like the wine, just being around other people, you know, what I'm saying other black women when we're very scarce in this area. So I'm like, either they liked it or they didn't. Maybe they'll come to the next one. If they don't like it, they won't come to the next one. It is what it is. But. And I think I'm getting better with social interaction because a year ago I didn't I didn't socialize with anybody. And it, and it's crazy because every time I, every single time I come on this podcast and I talk about what I'm grateful for, what I'm thankful for and how far I've come. The devil be at. Oh, he be coming at my neck. He be trying to. I, tell, I got to. Woo. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Every single time. I give gratitude or I give, I'm grateful and I'm thankful for the, how far I've come and my mental health and all that type of stuff. The devil's on straight attack. He eat me right there listening. Okay. She, she this. Okay. I got you. Like literally I did a um, gratitude Tuesday, which I was supposed to be doing every Tuesday, but y'all, my schedule is weird. I talked about how I was grateful for my apartment. I was grateful for my car and I was grateful for my dog. The first dog I got because it's, He's my emotional support animal. My damn car, I had to get that fixed. Cost me a good amount of money. My apartment, they tried to raise my rent, which they didn't because I was already grandfathered in. And then my dog, we got into a situation where he might have bit somebody. And then I had to, he almost got um, taken away. Like he had to go to the pound. They were trying to quarantine him for like 10 days to take my dog. That's a lifetime. Don't try to take my dog. 10 days is a lifetime to try to take my dog. So I had put all that into the universe and was like, I'm so grateful for this. And then the, he came testing me. It might have been the Lord testing me or it was the devil. Like trying to, the trick of the, the, trick of the enemy. That's what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, you know what? And at first I was like, how is this happening to me? And I think sometimes that's also um, uh, a stuck point and uh, a trigger like we get into this space where we're like why is this happening to me i can't believe this is happening like what did i do to deserve this hey and i didn't do that because normally that's what i would have done oh my gosh i can't get around my car's tripping they trying to raise my rent oh my gosh like and i like my apartment because some of the apartments around here um i like because this is care it has security and um the only one living me living here is like the people that's supposed to be here I don't have rats and roaches. I don't have them as tenants. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but I was like, oh my gosh, how is this happening to me? Blah, blah, blah. That's what I would have been normally. But this time around, I was like, okay, my car situation. My homeboy let me borrow his car. And he let me borrow his car for like a month. Um, The apartment situation. They was like, oh, uh, your grandfather did, so it doesn't apply to you. Okay, cool. My dog situation, I just had to figure that out because I was like, I went up there and told these people, I was like, this is my emotional support animal. I'm a, um, uh, I'm a vet, I'm a combat veteran from Afghanistan. Like, I need, I can't be without my dog. And then they was like, okay, we, we can quarantine him at home. So I was like, instead of me crying about it, I put my best foot forward to try to fix it and knew that, okay, I had, I do have people around me, like my homeboys support me as the people that helped me through that situation. You know what I'm saying? Um, and just me, and honestly, just a, a positive mindset because the mindset is really what, um, 
controls everything else. And I didn't realize that for a long time. Like the mindset, the way you're looking at stuff, the way you're thinking about stuff, anything. Like, there's always some type of silver lining of like, okay, well, this happened, but, you know, we're just going to push through or whatever situation may be. And, like, sometimes just taking responsibility for certain situations. Like, this is going to sound crazy what I'm about to say. So, I was eating something, and then dogs are, not supposed to have, dogs are not supposed to have table food. But I gave them a little bit of food. Then, late at night, my dog decides to take a crap on the floor. And the old me, I would have been angry and been like, oh, I think it was the little one. I would have been angry and been like, oh, da 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 But I was like, no, it's not his fault. I gave him food that he's not supposed to have. And it probably had a little bit of salt in it because dogs are not supposed to have salt. And now it messed up his stomach. So you take this L and clean it up. I didn't even get mad. Why get mad? And then the getting mad is not helpful. It's really not. I mean, of course, it's a part of your emotions or whatever. But okay, let's on to the next thing. What can we figure out how to do? How do we want to draw a plan A, B, C and try to get to A, B, C? And you know what else I'm appreciative of, like, that I've noticed about myself is when some, something happens to me, I used to be so quick to call somebody, you're not going to believe this, my car won't start. You're not going to believe this, I need this. You're not going to believe this, what's happened to me. I got into it with such and such. I used to have such a need to have somebody co-sign, listen to me, validate me, or something. I have no idea. I would have to call somebody, my mama, one of my friends, or somebody now yeah no <laughs> like i just like no Mm-mm. like i got into it with another nco or whatever where he was he thought he was being funny but he's not he wasn't at all and it, we had an exchange and normally i would have called everybody man like man you're not gonna believe what this did 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 people be trying me but i didn't do none of that me and him handled it it took me 45 minutes to calm down because i was upset but i didn't i didn't need to call anybody else i didn't need to get a cosign or a validation or anything on my behavior I handled it very well, you know? I didn't let him see me sweat, but I was mad as hell. But yeah, it just, it really just, it, I, yeah, it, it, I love that. I love that I don't need to, all oh, these haters. Hey, little boy. No. I suggest you lay it down and go to sleep. He think he cute. You ain't cute. Y'all trying to make my uh, episode ghetto. Stop it. So yeah, just the... I don't need to tell somebody what I'm doing every minute of the day or what I plan on doing and what is this and what is that and... And then it's crazy because looking back on it, I'm thinking to myself, why did I ever need that? Like, I really just be moving on my own, like, move around, move around, move around. There are times where I'm triggered where I'm like, oh, maybe I should call somebody or, or I do share, but not on a need to share. Just like, oh, I ran into you. Oh, what's going on, man? You're not going to believe what happened to me, but not where I need to call somebody to share and get validation and eh, no, I don't need that. So let me tell you, yesterday I had appointment. I had a therapist, uh, uh, yeah, a therapy appointment. 
and this Caucasian man, tall Caucasian man, uh, he was a lieutenant colonel, and I think he was, I think he was gay, because he really had a little, he had a little swag, he had like a little hey, but it, I mean, it don't matter to me, but, but, um, he started going through, because this is my first time with him, since I fired my last therapist, who was very unprofessional, and she was a POC, right? person of color and I thought that that was enough so I was like okay I can't get a black therapist but maybe I can get just a person of color who can understand me when I say hell no I mean hell no when I see her coming I go the other way like she is the most I, I I'm not even trying I'm not even trying to talk junk but unprofessional like our therapy sessions got weird and I don't think I ever went into this because I didn't want to go into it, but um, yeah, our therapy sessions got weird. And, and I'm not, this is going to sound crazy because y'all don't know where I'm at and y'all don't know who my therapist is, but bruh, tell me why I started feeling some type of way like she felt like she owned me. And it was coming off a little bizarre. And a little bit of like fatal attractionist, like fatal attraction type ish, and weird. Maybe one day I'll tell y'all the story. I think I told y'all. I don't think I did. Nah. But yeah, she was coming off weird as heck, and she was trying to control everything I had going on. And oh no, sweetie. And it's crazy because the last time I talked to her, I was like, yeah, you know, maybe I do like. All the while in my head, I said this will be the last conversation we ever have. And that's on Mary had three little lambs, okay? Weirdo. And I'm telling you, the most unprofessional, weird-ish I ever encountered in my days. Uh, but yeah, so um, I went to the therapy session just to do like a little follow-up. And he's like, oh, do you want to see me again? I'm thinking to myself, hell no. I'm sorry, but you got to call a spade a spade. And you have to ask for what you want. I'm sorry, but this white man can't help me. This white man can't help me. And I, not even that, he's the officer. Like, his life has been different from mine. I'm enlisted. I'm African-American female. Like, no, like, I'm not going to play myself. And I did that a lot growing up and just in life where I'd be like, oh, well, maybe it'll work out or maybe. No, ask for what you want. That's what Ayala says. Ask for what you want. I want a black therapist. I don't want a Caucasian male at all. I'm sorry. And it's not nothing to do with me being, oh, I hate him, but you don't, the real, let's not waste our time. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste his time. I don't want to waste my time. So no, we had a little quick conversation. It did dawn on me because he was asking me a couple questions that I am doing a little, I'm doing better. I, I feel like I have been doing better. And Based off of where I was last year, because they said my first Spotify said my first episode was called The Blues, and I had the blues. I had the blues. So, yeah. Every day you're just getting better and doing better and trying harder. But, um, I learned that. Ask for what you want. 
Don't expect people to give you what you never asked for. Don't expect people to assume. And some of the lessons that I learned, I was going to save this for the last episode, but ask for what you want. Make it clear on what you want. Don't settle. Don't settle for what you think you can have. Ask for what you want. Um, what else? Whatever. Do not disrespect yourself. By being in the presence of negativity. I don't even say negativity. But if somebody's over here cursing all and you don't want to hear it. Or somebody's over here gossiping. or Don't disrespect yourself. And no matter who it is. The Pope. No matter who it is. If somebody is has done something to you that makes you feel disrespected. Address it. These are human beings. We all bleed the same. Address it. Do not disrespect yourself. Because the moment you disrespect yourself. You let everybody know how to treat you. And sometimes the journey, the self-care, self-love journey is, it's, it's another thing. It is an individual, an individual assignment. It's an individual sport. People can't help you. Two wounded birds can't render first aid to each other because they're both wounded. Can't do nothing with that. Okay. Um, your therapist is not your friend and your friend is not your therapist. Okay? Um, before you get into friendships or relationships, do the work on yourself. Take a hard look at yourself. Be honest with yourself. Because if you can't be honest with yourself, you're not going into these relationships being honest. You're fake with yourself. You're fake with them. You're not real. It's hard to wear a mask 24 hours a day. Okay? Um, express how you feel. Don't reject your own feelings. And that goes back to disrespecting yourself. Speak on stuff. Break generational curses. Because they're real. Don't, and if people want to participate in generational curses, um, I'm going to have to sit this one out. I refuse to participate. That brings me back of family interactions. If that family interaction is not serving you and is doing something to your mental health, I love you from here. <laughs> I love you from here. Nobody has the right to disrespect you. I don't care how old they are. I don't care how young they are. I don't care what it is. And you don't have to be disrespectful. You, like, you know, I'm not going to be able to attend. I'm not going to be able to be there. I'm not going to be able to answer my phone. And that, you don't owe nobody explanation. Okay. And understanding the, the difference between being angry and bitter and being assertive and content. Okay? So, angry and bitter will leave you, oh, I'm going to cut everybody off. Everybody's op. Everybody's a hater. Everybody's an op. Like, she's sus. Da, 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 da. No. You're, that, that right there, all that, when people say stuff like that, it comes from a place of hurt. And stop giving people so much credit for your unhappiness and take responsibility for it because you have the ability to put yourself in a situation and take yourself out of the situation. Relationships, friendships, work relations, all types of things. You are stronger than you know. We're giving people way too much credit. 
And that's everybody, mama, daddy, sister, brother. And understand that you are not responsible for, your ha for other people's happiness. You are not responsible for your friends, your mama, your daddy, your sister, your granny. You are not responsible for anybody's happiness but your own. And if it's just coming out, I just feel it's spilling out. This is all I learned this, this year. People pleasing. If you are a people pleaser and then once you change or you do the corrections that you need to do for yourself and people disappear, they were just using you. It's okay. It's okay. Let them go. It's okay. Let them go. And to have... I had, to, I had a friend, right, where we'd known each other for a long time. And she used to say, like, little sneak disses and all types of stuff. And I would ignore it. And it's crazy because I, 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 I can't, at this point in my life, I can't even fathom why I ignored it. But I did. Um, maybe because I wanted friends. Actually, I know exactly why I ignored it. Because I wanted friends to, because I'm a people pleaser, because... I didn't want to rock the boat because I'm a middle child and we don't want to rock the boat. We just want to make everybody happy so we can be noticed. And I finally realized like uh, two months ago, I was like, this mother sucker, I'm clapping for you. I cheer for you. I bring out my pom-poms for you. I'm over here uh, shaking it to the left, shaking it to the right with all my pom-poms. But every time I make a move, every time I say something, it's never never happy it's never joyful it's never um pleasant it's never something a compliment no and all these years and it's like i ignored it because i'm over here taking scraps don't feed yourself scraps that's another thing don't feed yourself scraps of friendships of relationships of a work of a, a career a job do not feed yourself scraps you deserve to eat well, okay? And it just dawned on me. And I was like, um, and I just removed myself. I removed myself from the chat. I removed myself because, you know, sometimes you can have a conversation with some people and other people, you know, you can't. And they're going to be like, and they're going to try to like gaslight the hell out of you. And I just know that that's how she is. And I'm and her negativity towards me is not about me. It's about her. So I just removed myself. And I didn't get no explanation. And then me thinking to myself now, I'm like, girl, what the hell? Mm, yeah. Let it ride. <laughs> and uh, all the situations that happened to me when I was in Kuwait and the people I encountered wasn't nothing but the Holy Ghost of the Spirit. Even at the time when I was in such turmoil, and when I'm talking about turmoil, that told me, get out of there. And I left. I could have stayed there and got my coins up, but it wasn't worth it. And even, and that was the beginning of me being where I'm at right now. I was in such turmoil. Everything was in the pits of hell. And it was everybody else's fault. It was everybody else's fault. And 
this, that, and the third, and I overlooked things, and I knew things, and I should have respected myself to know that I should have, if I was going to deploy, I should have deployed with a different battalion, and I thought that, oh, if I say something, then it's going to look like I'm being childish. No. I disrespected myself by deploying with some people that I knew was going to cause problems. When I could have been like, I need to deploy with a different battalion. I need to deploy with different people. Because you're over there for so long. And there's only so much negativity you can take. You know what I'm saying? And I disrespected myself by allowing myself to deploy with people that I knew was not, you know what I'm saying? Not going to be pleasant. So, I take responsibility for that. I had to. Because when I came back, it was everybody else's fault. And they did this to me, and they did that to me, and that I, I overlooked a lot of things. When you see a snake, recognize that it's a snake. Stop trying to make it a flower. And I have an issue with that. If it's a snake, it's going to bite you. It's not a flower. Don't try to smell it, okay? And then we do that sometimes where um, we create the storm. We didn't respect ourselves. We didn't speak up for ourselves and then cry when it rains. And what's so crazy is that I had a conversation with one of the males that I was deployed with who was like trying to have a conversation with me. And I was just like, uh, bro, I'm not, really not trying to talk to nobody. Like, I'm really good. And then he was just like, oh, you know, da, 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 da. And I thought that when I encountered some of these people, I would be, oh, hell no, blah, blah, blah. And I was going to be like, you know, when I seen him, I didn't have nothing for him. <laughs> like, when I tell you, when I seen one of them, I was like, I ain't got nothing for you. He was telling me all his trials and tribulations. I said, that's crazy. I said, I'm gooch. I'm good. He was over here trying to talk about what happened, what's going on with him, what the people did to him, and da 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 What, nothing but the Lord? And it was just like, I didn't have none of that on my heart. I didn't have none of that to speak on people and all this other type of stuff. Because all I can do is be grateful for where I am right now. And all that time that I felt, when I went over there and I felt betrayed and I felt like people did me dirty, I betrayed myself. Betrayed myself by not listening to the core of who I am and listening to say, Either you need to not deploy because your mental's not there or you need to deploy with a different battalion and making that request. But I didn't think that I deserved or I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. So I just decided to go with the flow. And that's where it got me. But I'm, I am grateful for, I'm, I'm every, the sequence of things. You know what I'm saying? The sequence of everything is impeccable. And even with, because there are times like, so even with one of my past uh, friendships where we haven't been friends all year, um, there are times when I'm doing something or something's happening or something like that. Not negative, but, oh, look what I did or this is what I'm doing or, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited about it. And I'm like, dang, I wish I could call her and tell her, but we... We were only friends for that time. And I have to respect that time. And to 
seeds in one pot can't grow properly. So it has to be the way it is. Even if I have that desire to sometimes call and be like, oh, this is what I got going on, or check this out, or can you read this, or something like that, it's not conducive. Because had we not separated, I wouldn't be in the space that I am right now. And I have to respect the time that we did share as friends. And it's crazy, because there's times where I'm like, oh, dang, you know, but it is what it is. And I'm like, I got to respect the here and now and the people that I do. The, I want to say friends because I have a, their associates. So, um, but yeah. Knowing when the time is up. Knowing when you need to, to let it go. It's a TKO. Okay. Knowing when to let it go. That's another one. Relationships and all. I had a situation going on, a situation going on for six years. Back and forth, off and on, off and on. Oh, he wanted he wanted to get married. And I didn't. He I wanted to get married. He didn't. And then all oh, us be friends, but we already have romantic feelings. Pure and utter nonsense. Bull crap, a waste of time, and just hell to the no. Like, I don't even understand. I wrote about it in, I'm writing, I, I've already written about it uh, towards my project, right? And the person that I am now couldn't even fathom doing that ish. They, I would date other people, but then I would always go back to him and be like, oh, um, are you ready to get married? And he'll be like, oh, we need to be friends. But he would say, I love you. If that's not the most booed as type of I ever encountered in my life, trash. And I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the whole situation. I literally, I disrespected myself on so many levels and let my childhood traumas and rejection and abandonment fuel this crazy interaction with this person for six years. And then what's so crazy is that I was like, oh, I know he's going to be my husband and we're going to be married and stuff like that. And, oh, I want to be with him. And I'm, we, he's just waiting to get right. First of all, if it's, if it's for me, I don't have to wait for it. Secondly, I come to realize that I'm okay if I never get married. I'm actually fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, eh. like people are so, I don't need anybody to co-sign me I don't need a per another person I don't need to like my life is lit okay <laughs> like it is people have this just um some single people and some married people have this thing where it's like girl you ain't married girl I'm 34 years old and I'm not married and I'm okay and I'm I'm joyful okay like because if I have to do any if I have to be anything less than me, if I have to be anything less than authentic to get it, to get that ring, to get married to somebody, I don't want it. And I'm not less than. And we will have these moments where the elders in the black community will tell you, oh, you're not married. And people will base your whole validity and whole being on the, on the fact that you are I'm moving the cut on the fact that you are not married and don't have kids. Sweetheart, sweetie. 
a lot of old school people should have went to therapy before they had kids. Now, now your kids are effed up because you just like, oh, I got to fit into the status quo. And don't under, don't get it twisted. I'm not underestimating marriage because two people grinding together, two people loving each other can only bloom beautiful things. But it's not, it doesn't put the seal of approval on my neck because I decided to change my last name, okay? <laughs> so, yes. Um, and, and on top of that, I'm still working out my own kinks. I don't want to bring nobody into this mess. I'm not mess, but I don't want to bring nobody in. in, in. You have to fully love yourself before you can love anybody else. You have to. And a lot of people say, I love myself. I love myself. But you can't even sit by yourself. You can't even sit with your own thoughts. How you love yourself. (laughs) This boy is a hater. What are you going to do? You're only 14 pounds. Go sit down. Disrespectful, son. But yeah, some people can't even sit in their own company talking about I love myself. Some people can't even not wear a wig or lashes and be like, I love myself. Getting and, and people gonna be like, Oh, she's throwing shade. No, because at the end of the day, and I'm a Libra, bro, we are vain, okay, and If you can't sit in your own face and your own hair, that's a problem. I'm sorry. Call it what you want. And if you don't love what you see when you see your hair, whether it's 4C or your skin with blemishes, what makes you think somebody else want to come into that mess? Because my thing is, people feel, people feel like, oh, I can't wait to fall in love and I can love somebody. No. My thing is, the ultimate goal is to get somebody to love you naked. Okay? Go ahead and listen to, um, what's her name? Ella Mae? That song, Naked? It's the ultimate thing. You want somebody to love you naked. Literally and figuratively, Okay. <laughs> But I'm gonna come back. With, I'm gonna come back. This this episode's not over. But I'm gonna go ahead and take a break because I feel like I'm just going on a rant. But it's some real that I'm dropping. It's up to you whether or not you want to pick it up. You dig what I'm saying? Okay, peace. I'll be back. And the moral of the story is: don't forget what you bring to the table. The end. <laughs>